head up, right? I know how to do it, but then it's also like we all just want to touch and feel and be around each other and collaborate. So it's okay, well, cool. that'll get you sued. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just That's giving true. you a heads up. You yeah, may, you may have forgotten the, the something. Projects have to be like so specific. Like it was very hard to come up with the concept that's gripping enough that we don't have an unlimited budget that we can light every single room of the house and, you right. know, the actor. I mean, it's a lot of work as an actor to have to do all of this stuff, then hop in and be your character and hop back out and do that. And you're in and out, in and out. I don't know how a method actor would even right. be able to do that, but I don't, I think it would be a very cool thing, but it was, it's was a very a, much of a challenge of coming up with an idea that we could do that with. Tokyo tonight. Hi. Hi guys. Thanks for having How are you guys? Me. Good. How are you? Good. How are you guys? So are you guys, do you guys live next to like close to each other? Like what are you far away? Like what's the situation here? How close are you guys? <laughs> do I tell the story? Yeah. Tell, I know. tell a story. Well, okay. So what's interesting is we're California girls uh, mm -hmm. that, you know, we're not from California, but we lived in California for many, many years. Right. Working in the entertainment industry. Who and, is from um, California, honestly? That yeah. state is not, it's all transplants. There's nobody from there anymore. <laughs> and I'm, she's still in California and I'm in my pandemic hideout over here in <laughs> North Carolina. So, oh, yeah, nice. being close to the family. Yeah. But yeah, that's Love it. where we are in the world. Yeah, for uh, for half a second, you almost fooled me with that virtual background because I was like, "Damn, she is living it up." You like my grand, grand piano? I was gonna say, grand piano, <laughs> beautiful fireplace. It's always it's daylight over there. Apparently, yeah. wherever you are, that was nice. All day long. Yeah, fucking awesome. Oh, um, yeah. So that's cool. So you guys knew each other beforehand, then? Yeah, we knew each other beforehand, and then when doing this project, um, it was in the middle From of the pandemic, which was uh, December twenty twenty. Yeah. So that was like the height of it. People were like staying in their pods. There was no such thing as a yeah. uh, a vaccine. It was like the height of it for sure. Right. Um, and I was living in Europe at the time. And oh, so <laughs> we were like, let's do something. Like, let's let's create something. Let's let's work. Let's get some people some jobs. Let's do something interesting and fun. Um, and so we did all this remotely, virtually. And it was really cool putting it all together. Did you guys so, meet through the industry? Yeah. Oh, cool. That's awesome. No, we did sure not. We, <laughs> <laughs> we did it. I was going to say, I don't no, think that's what not. I read, but I'll, I'll go with it. Maybe, I, you know. You it is not all what happened. She, okay, she, go for it. I was an apartment manager and I moved her in that's after true. she'd just broken up with her fiance and was like bawling to me. Like oh, I hadn't sure. been very long. I just had gotten the job and then she came and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I felt so sorry for her and um, locking that down. out. Man. And then we became really good friends from that. And then we produced our first short film together. And uh, ah, you know, nice. that was that. So we've known each other for quite a while. 
That's why I get jealous. This is why I'm jealous of women and their friendships sometimes. Because like literally, she didn't even know who you were, and she came in crying to you about her fiance shit. Like guys, <laughs> I, if I went if I went in to get an apartment and there was some dude working behind the counter, and I was like, dude, guy, man, I can't. Like he'd be like, get the fuck out of my apartment. <laughs> oh my like you were unstable and not allowed to stay here. But it's funny because I don't remember the story that way clearly. As I'm like, that's not how we met. <laughs> Can I try to block that part out a little yeah. bit? Yeah. How embarrassing, right? You know? Yeah. No, that's cool yeah. to know that you got you opened up and she let you in, and that was great. That was fucking yeah. awesome. And now you guys are BFFs. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I have this weird thing where people open up to me. Like I have a lot of crazy stories where like when I would get like headshots back in the day and they do airbrushing. And I remember this woman like opening up the door and just started like confiding in me. And I'm like, so it happens a lot. It's really weird, but I'm I a good understand listener that. and you know, not everybody like, like that. I know. I understand. I feel like good listeners are people who like seem approachable. Like people can just tell mm -hmm. right away. Like no matter where I am, if I'm in the gym or a fucking supermarket or a wet, like people will just start talking. And I'm like, what do I have to do? Like I, I literally look like the dude who gave Jenny AIDS and Forrest mm -hmm. Gump at this point. And people still come up to me and, and they're like, can I confide in you? I'm like, no, you can't. I'm, I'm, I'm I, we're at a, we're at a traffic light right now. My window just happens to be down. This isn't the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. So yeah, but there's women it. like you too, so don't be jealous. And it's not great. Like it takes up all your your listening to these people's crap. Like yeah, it's not absolutely. it's not fun. <laughs> and but not that she's calling your situation crap, by the way. It was a blessing in disguise. <laughs> I love that you were just like she opened up to me, and then like two seconds later, you're like, Yeah, and you're listening to this bullshit crap <laughs> from people you don't even know. Holy shit. No, that's really cool though. I like what you guys so oh my God. what was it? This wasn't the first project that you worked on together then. No, we, we, our first one was a short that we did actually that I'd written about being an apartment manager oh, and nice. it was all like real stuff. And so we did that. And then we've worked on a lot of stuff together since then. As in cool. Kevin as well. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, yeah. Great. Off. Go for yeah. it, Summer. You yeah. edited part of the Karma of Happiness. You did that. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So we, nice. yeah, we've, we've worked on a ton of projects together. That's really cool. Yeah, you well, it shows you guys work well together because it seems like there's a lot of like fun being had, uh, and in, in in the pillow talk thing. I mean, how could it not be? But yeah. Um. Yeah. So who was the one who like? Wh wh how did you guys wind up coming and deciding on uh pandemic pillow talk? Like, why was this the theme you wanted to go with? <laughs> well, the series is a spinoff from a short film I did called As in Kevin, which was about online dating, like normal online dating. And during this point in the pandemic, a lot of the indie productions had been shut down completely. And the only things that were being shot were stuff that people could film in their pods, which was pretty hard to come up with a unique idea to do that. And then you have to have enough gear, either it's one household or if you're doing multiple, you have to have a lot of gear. So right. then it costs money. And so um, people had been trying to come up with ideas and telling me to come up with something. And then one of our uh, our associates came up and said, well, why don't you do, cause she knows I love comedy and said, why don't you do something about, um, dating? And I was like, Ooh, I could just do a spinoff from as in Kevin and take the character Mackenzie and bring her into online dating during the pandemic. And then, uh, did a lot of research on what people were encountering online, online dating now during the pandemic and then incorporating like all the different kind of zoom things that we were all learning about our backgrounds, you know, the hands yeah. disappearing right. in the background. Yeah. yeah. Like the chair and Brutal. the people who can't figure out how to hang up or the mute button and you're 
you're still talking. Those and... are my favorite people. I'm still yeah. that hang up person when I get really awkward. I'm like, yep, see you later. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> How do I? <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. It's yeah, so it's, it's it's really, really awful because everybody has a real dumb face when they're doing yeah. it too. Yeah. Yeah. Really down miss. there. <laughs> So when when you were all in one of these one of these virtual meetings and, and everybody signs off and usually you sign off, but somebody leaves it on, isn't it like a portal into the other person's life where I'm like, I don't want to watch this, but now I'm gonna watch this. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. So yeah. weird. It, yeah, it was cool. Like some of the research I did, I was watching a lot of kids and what they were going through in their classes because they were all like, you know, you'd have like trolls that were coming in and all working out that of the waiting room. Yeah. And one chick like apparently was in her class and then she decided to go to the bathroom and she carried her phone with her and left everything on yeah. and was in the bathroom. And then she like put the phone up next to her, was like squatting. And then her friends were like, Stephanie, Stephanie. <laughs> and, like, and like, so everybody saw it. So it was like, Oh my gosh, we've got it. So, so I try to incorporate a lot of that stuff in there. Cause we can all relate to that. I think we had a couple guests who I'm not even, honestly, I'm not even sure that they accidentally did it. I just don't think they gave a fuck. Like there, you know, like, like there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of old people mentality that carries over into new technology that I kind of find adorable because not only do they not care about like etiquette in their, you know, and you know what I mean? It's like when your grandfather like overly flirts with the waitress and you're like, for the love of God, this is in 1925. <laughs> Please don't say that shit to her. She has our food. And then like, but like we had guests on someone's cat threw up and he was like hang on the cat threw up and he just got up and like was cleaning throw up puke and still telling the story that he was talking about <laughs> they were like just watching this in real time another dude this i'm getting a idea of what this is it's mostly men uh but like another dude like like in the middle of what he was saying and realized he had to readjust his pants which why do you have to readjust your pants when you're fucking sitting like how, does, <laughs> how are they like in what what kind of pant world do you live in where you're fucking where you're just sitting and you're like oh there they go like i have no idea but he like stood up on camera and was like let me just fix my pant and you were just like all right i guess this is what we're doing so fucking unbelievable right but it's just i it's it is it's a yeah. it's a weird thing but you guys captured that really really well thank you yeah are those we a lot of are those, a lot of those real experiences or did you kind of play around and make shit up um, like the mom is based on a lot of real experiences from my real mother. Um, she's not full on that intrusive if you've watched any of the episodes yet, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. but she like came up with the idea that this brilliant idea that I need to, she figured out who the man for me to marry is and like set it all up and then it was chris evans and she's like have you heard about him before and i'm like <laughs> uh yeah it's captain america and she's like yeah okay great well you just gotta email him and blah, right. blah, blah. and then does like a 30 minute monologue on how i should just reach chris evans so that kind of stuff is in there about my mom but it's not the so my mom's not great with tech so but i really built on that and as far as like the dates the as in kevin has actual dates that i'd been on and oh, okay. i expanded them and made them crazier but um nice. in this one it has a lot more like characteristics of guys i've dated and I'll, almost every one of the guy characters have a characteristic of a dude i've dated that you know i just and then i made a whole character with their issue wow gotcha. <laughs> that takes a lot of i mean does it does it kind of like I don't want to say it's it's um, 
not triggering necessarily, but I mean, like you're going back through dating history for both of you. Is it pain? Are you like, oh God, this would be a great story, but I don't want to relive this. Is it like, do you ever get like that? <laughs> um, no, I think I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty much like a chick without baggage, which is weird. So I'm just like, eh, it happened. And yeah, at the time it was horrible and yeah. I wasn't enjoying it. But now I'm like, eh, let me I mean, that's the best writing is about taking real life situations because you can't write this stuff. Chick like, without comes... baggage should be the name of a book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would work on that. That's a different perspective. Or that's a here. that's a good online dating profile headline. Chick without baggage. Chick without baggage. Oh, you get so many clicks. You swipe what they do. left. Like, or right. I don't know I which way the good way. No. <laughs> yeah. What is the? I think it's swipe left. Yeah. Right. It's the equivalent of saying like. Uh, I'm a unicorn, but the dudes don't want to believe that, you know, they're no. like, Oh yeah. What's your real issue? Yeah. So, maybe if you came out with it, that would be like a red flag. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Nobody would, that would fucking you. suck. Do you yeah. guys, are you guys, are you guys single? What's your sitch? I am. I am married and I married my husband from online after online dating. So, so I was going to say, was it online dating? Yeah, so I'm like, I'm the unicorn, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what, oh my god! <laughs> how long did how long did that take you though? I mean, like, not the marriage, but I mean, like, online dating is a process. It's it's, it's fucking... a process, and what's interesting, it's like, just like the show, like you delete the app, you get back on the app, you make up this fake profile, you put the best photos of yourself from ten years ago, you know? So yeah. it's just like, it, it's it's a game everyone plays until you're really like, I'm sick of the game. I'm yeah. done with the game. And so, and I think that's where I was. I was done with the game and I just didn't care anymore. So I sure. put up, I put up on my profile that, you know what? I really don't work out five, like five times a week, three times a day. Like that's mm -hmm. not really me. I put up what I really did and what I, who I really am. And that's kind of how I found my husband. We went on one date. It was an all day date. Summer knows all about it. Cause she was still my apartment manager at the time. And I came home <laughs> after going on this awesome hike nice going out to lunch and you know i didn't make the guy pay for me to eat i wanted to do something with someone you know do something cool do something outdoorsy mm -hmm. and then i told summer i got a boyfriend she's like wow. you've been gone for four hours like, <laughs> <laughs> i went into the woods <laughs> i i leaned against a tree and made a wish and um <laughs> He didn't no. know he was my boyfriend yet, but yeah. I was like, he's he's the one. That's great. We've been That's together. how it works for a lot of us. Like, yeah. We don't know we're dating until months later. Yeah. <laughs> you ever not know you're dating until after you've stopped seeing that person and then you hear them retell a story later and they're like, yeah, when we used to date. And you're like, pardon? Yeah. I had the uh, weirdest. Come again? I, I was in Chicago one time and I ended up, I was randomly like in Chicago, right? John's heard the story a million times. But I met a girl walking to go Tom buy. And I are dating. Yeah, yeah, almost. <laughs> I don't know yet, but we are. <laughs> but I met a girl on the way to go get a phone, and I ended up. We ended up like making out on her lunch break. I walked her back to work. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. I was just very random, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, how about I saw myself on? She was really wrote a really nasty missed connections thing on. Oh, what is it? Craigslist? You ever oh, missed I remember those. Yeah. And really nasty, all about me. And I'm like, I was so nice to her. I never misrepresented myself. And I live in New York. I wasn't going to be in Chicago that long. So it was such, that is one of my randomly weird dating. Not even Aren't dating, the misconnections thing supposed to be sweet? And like, hey, I saw you and you were coming in the door and I was leaving and you had yeah. nice pants. Like, I don't know, something like sweet or whatever. And I like, was reading because I met a million people. So I was seeing if anybody had something to say about me. And I stumble on this one that she made me out to be the biggest jerk ever. Like I let I, her on. 
We knew each How other for even 60 know minutes. Oh, no, it was dead on. She said oh, that okay. we went to go eat. Because we because this is what happened. I'll tell you that. Like, it was super random. Mm-hmm. So I ended up, I'm walking down the street in uh, Chicago. And I'm like, there was, it was really cold. Everybody's all covered up. So I turned and I'm like, this girl was covered up everything but eyes. I'm like, hey, ninjas, the rest of you as pretty as those eyes are? We start chatting, right? So now we start talking. I'm like, I got to go get a phone. Do you want to come? She's like, I'm on my lunch break. I'm like, cool. Let's go get my phone and we'll go to lunch together. We went to lunch together, chatted. I was asking everybody, what's their dream? What's the passion? And why don't they pursue it? And that's all I was doing the whole trip. I wasn't trying to hook up with anybody. We're walking back. She told me her whole love life, like misery. So we go back. I'm like, eh. I was like, I kind of want to kiss you before you leave. We end up making out. Send her back up to work. And then it was it. I was done. Never going to see you again. Right. Kept, kept on my way. Nothing crazy. So then later on, like I'm in the hotel, like reading these things, this whole nasty thing about me leading her on and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, 60 minutes? I'm like, wow. that is, thank God I didn't get into people involved in it. People are fucking nuts. What they, like, it is, I find it funny, like people's perceptions of what's happening and what's not happening and how it actually goes down. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, I, I would love to hear like some of your guys' uh, randomly weird experience. Some people are writing in the chat. I'm going to bring up some of the stuff. But they're saying uh, they can't online date. They've seen too much catfish, right? <laughs> yep, I've watched too much catfish, I think. Oh, yeah. I've watched too much NCIS, period. <laughs> catfishing is fucking nuts, man. It It is like one of those things that like it's definitely it definitely happens the more you're online. Like it's happened like to a couple friends of mine. It's happened to me at one point. It's just it's have you even encountered that. I, yeah, I've encountered that because people just, you know, they they DM you and you message them or whatever and you message back and then you start to like put you. I, I'm really one of those skeptical people who am very much like, who the fuck am I talking? You know what I mean? You're, where you're like, I don't trust fucking anybody. Well, that's so, the beauty of like dating during the pandemic. It was like, well, we're really not going to ever go on this date. So turn on your Zoom if you really want to get to know <laughs> So it's kind of like real time. And so that's why it's like, this was really cool to like film this back then and watch it now because still now to this day, Zoom is the new is the new way of doing things. Like you can have a coffee and yeah. have a date over Zoom and you just cut to the chase and you can hang up when you're done. I was doing that way before well. pandemic though. I mean, I had a I I had a couple long distance relationships and one of my longest ones, I was dating a girl who was going to law school in Chicago and uh we we Skyped. We Skyped a lot mm-hmm. and then to the really? point where like it feels like you have more of a relationship with that silver fucking macbook that you're like oh it's i'm home and here's my macbook and like on my you know where you like flip the screen up and it, it is it gets really annoying yeah so i mean dating during the pandemic was definitely hard and i think for like mckinsey's character you want to mm-hmm. move on to like what's next you know but we didn't have a vaccine when we were filming this so it's kind of yeah. like where do you where do you move next or do, does that person move into your pod remember mm-hmm. when we were talking in pod days mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just kind of like it's, a, it's it's interesting the different ways you can date that's a big step i feel today. like hanging out in real life when that was going on it was a big step like i'd have to really trust you yeah There's so right? many people that abandoned that immediately which i kind of find funny too where they were like <laughs> as soon as you could go back out they were like oh no did you think we were going to meet in person because that's not fucking happening <laughs> like, yeah. this is, like this is uh screen protection shit only like that's all i'm doing <laughs> like we snapped for a little bit i've seen your i've seen you naked and we're done that's good that's it. <laughs> i know you i know you i know you don't know how to type or spell that's alarming to me but it seemed like you could send a photo so <laughs> Love it. Yeah, oh one of those grammar police, huh? 
<laughs> yeah, because a lot of the dudes can't spell, man. It's like, why do you not know how to spell there? Like, run into a few ladies who also can't spell, but that's true. You're absolutely right. Is I haven't seen the ladies, but it's like, oh my gosh, it drives me nuts. Like, it is, so, it is annoying because it's the simplest thing you could possibly fucking do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, especially, it's not like you're having in-depth fucking conversation on these apps right. or anything yeah, like that when either. You're, when you're just typing like the there and the there, it like happens. No, this is on the profile. Use you, Grammarly. I was going to say on the profile. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. It, I haven't been yeah. doing this in a Everybody while. Everybody understands when you're it. typing in real time. You're usually yeah. doing it with one hand. It's yeah. complicated. But like, there's uh, nobody caught that masturbation. I got it. I yeah, got I know. It. I'm just saying, a little fucking <laughs> tells me something there. Be like, yes, we know what you're talking about. Don't make me feel like a weirdo. Uh, <laughs> but like, it it is like, what, did you guys have an app of choice that you kind of like uh, molded this series out of? Uh, Tinder. It was just Tinder, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I that felt like when a I little did... hinge vibe in there too, but maybe not. I well, haven't ever done hinge. Oh, okay. It's not great, but it's classier than Tinder. Is what is I'm. But Tinder's yeah. like the number one, and Tinder's the one that did that profile, you know, swipe left or right that really made it That's true. thing. And so it was, uh, we did another app called uh, a, couple, and a, a Couple Walks Into a Bar. That's the name of the app. Mm. And then in As and Kevin, I had a different app that, but it was all based on Tinder stuff. Do you prefer yeah, the one? Didn't, didn't give us the rights to the app, so we had to create our own. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. So, we had to make up our own funny name. And so it was really fun to like that and figure out what the app was going to be called. And we couldn't use the word zoom. So we called that rendezvous time. So they oh, rendezvous nice. with each other. It's a great name for a, a social app though. You guys are crushing it. Yep. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> what's the, what's the, um, what's the one where the, the woman has to respond first. What's the app? Um, uh, do you guys Bumble. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you, how do you guys feel about that? What I'm I'm so anti that. Like, I'm like, the guys have gotten lazier and lazier over oh. the years. So the women are like full on now doing everything, paying. Now we have to ask them out. I just talked to a dude last night at this event and he was like, oh, I love Bumble. I was like, why? Because the girl has to make the effort. And he's like, yeah, we don't have to do anything. We just sit back. And I'm like, yeah. That's what it feels like in life. So I'm. You know what? It wouldn't be so bad. I feel like if I, I'm, I'm my, my like I have a core group of guy friends, and my life has always been like I'm just friends with a lot of women. And I gotta say, the the it's a double edged sword, right? Because it's fun. Because when you do like the friends with benefits thing, it's always fun. But then the other side is I get to hear what they bitch about, and you guys are merciless when it comes to I shit. You know, I swear to God, I know what you guys do. Like I have friends who've been on those dating apps where they'll like, literally they'll talk to me about it too. And they'll just be like, Oh my God, like, can you believe that this is the first thing the guy said to me on the app? Like, that's not even clever. Or And it's like, he doesn't know, like he's going off of whatever you put in your profile, which is usually next to nothing to go off of. And it's like the guy. So I don't mind that the woman has to say something first because it really, I, I feel like a lot of women are really just picky about what the guy has to say. He's got to be funny and it's got to be clever and it's got to be flirty, but not too flirty. And it's like, okay, you know what? Just fucking you do it. <laughs> you know, like, you're like, I get I've it. I've never been it. on an online date. Like I've never done it. I've never had any of those. I'm, I'm better in person. I feel like I'm, I was always good like that. And now I'm married. So it's over. But I hear from my friends, like I have this one friend that he'll tell me some, how brutal it could be. Yeah. And I laugh like I don't want to laugh, but he's not that tall. Right. And he's older. So one girl wrote back. She was like, sorry, your height is bop, bop, bop. Wrote him off. And I'm like, yeah. holy shit. That would that's 
I'm like, that is very superficial for them. It's all transactional. That, it is. Yeah. It's very transactional, but there's yeah. no real like, there's no give or take. Right. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah, it's not fun. It's not. Fun. Do you? So you're you're you were saying you're single. Do you still like? Do you prefer meeting people in person, or do you? Did you get the hang of the app? You're talking to me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because uh, I'm the only single one besides you. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, you and John. Two, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm single too. Yeah. So wait, what was the question? You asked me what? <laughs> I didn't know it was for me. Oh this is God. why guys do not like to ask questions first. Uh, I'm just kidding. What uh, I asked, I asked, do you do you still prefer meeting in person, or have you gotten a whole hang of the app where you're totally comfortable with it? Oh no, I don't like. I really have a hard time with online dating because I am, I think a pretty nice person and I am empathetic and I don't think people should treat people like jerks, like trade people like commodities. Like I really think it needs to be like, yeah, I miss the days of us spending the time in a bar and a guy working really hard to get your number. And then when you go out, it's like, you're very excited about it and you forgive some of the stuff. Maybe they chew loud or something like that. But now it's like, Oh, I don't like you. I'm on to the next guy. Like, yeah. or vice versa. So I don't really do well with online dating. I get really like disturbed with the, they say hi. And then I write hello back. And then I hear nothing. And I'm like, should I have said something? What did yeah. I say wrong? And then it just, I, I don't do well with it. I so agree. I don't really do the online dating stuff anymore. It is very like, what in the fuck? Cause sometimes you're like, all right, give me a review at least for the holy love of Christ. You know what I mean? Like he's like, is somebody, did somebody say he just has a smell good? That was, yeah. I thought that was a good, I thought that was a good comment. You can't get that online dating. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Not yet anyway. Um, but people do treat other people nowadays like a busted Keurig where they're like, oh, you know, they stopped working right. I better mm -hmm. take them back. And, mm -hmm. or can I return this thing? And you're like, mm -hmm. Fuck, that is brutal. And it's really nice for like the married folk. I've had a lot of people in my family that would grab my Tinder app and like swipe for me. <laughs> mm, and they love no. to see, cause in their eyes, it's like, oh, the grass is so much greener and I'm gonna get on there and I'm gonna find Chris Hemsworth and like, you know, Josh Hart and everybody, all the dudes are gonna be on there and it's gonna be amazing. And then like I had, did it with my mom who's in central California. There were dudes with like with shotguns, a dude yeah. wearing a fuzzy teddy bear outfit, and she's like, "What is this?" Like, <laughs> I'm like, "Right, mom, it's not like you know." If that was me, those are all the people I want to meet. Those are very <laughs> unique individuals. Those are tough. right. Yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. <laughs> They're like, it's it's that's how they get you with those apps too. You download it once, and the first twenty people are like super fucking hot and people you'd want to talk to, and then the next. A, you know 1250 or just ghouls and you're like what the fuck happened it was it was crushing it it was it was all good people like in the first you know first you know two dozen were yeah. great and then you're the like algorithm knows yeah yeah that happens at the gym too when i go check out a gym i'm like there's all these hot people and then i join and i'm like where'd they go yeah and you yeah. show up at 2 p.m in the afternoon and it's like grandma and grandpa like <laughs> carrying one five pound weight to each other it's awful yeah it's it's really it's a it's it's not great uh i can't wait till we can just fuck robots and end it um i'm just kidding that's here terrible. but they're expensive john no, they're not that great. You don't want to. You don't want to get the first robot to fuck. You want to wait till the like. You know, it's like uh, you don't want to get the first whole, iPhone. You know what? There's a whole community of that. We're gonna have somebody on from that community. We're gonna get a sponsor, and I'm getting you one of these things. You should get a, a guy who fucks a robot, a furry, and like <laughs> you know whatever whatever else is is out there. You know what? Uh, I bet you furry people have a much easier time because it's a very like. There's got to be a unifying dating 
area. Yeah, right? if you both want to be animals and not shower, that's got to be killer. Who says Where is this going? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Tom and I got off on a tangent for no apparent reason. And in summer in Ireland. I insulted furries. and <laughs> I know. We just lost half of our viewership. Just dropped. I, I just whole... wanted to shake some of them off. I have a... after, after, after all that hair and beard growing, you're going to insult furries. I don't get it. <laughs> We're just getting more and more content for the next episode. There you go. <laughs> That's fine by me. I'll start. I'll, I'll I'll get make a guest appearance. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah. I would love to hear from our uh, from the crowd too with our audience. Let us know uh, some of your craziest dating things because I'd love to bring them up in it as well. Um. So oh, I have a question about the other cast members and stuff like that too. Is it? Do you draw from uh, how much of the writing is like? from your own personal experience and how much do people collaborate? Like, are you doing it in the, in the middle of it? Are you like, you know, okay, we're going to shoot this. Here's the scripts. Here's what's going on. And then people are like, Oh, you know what? I had this experience. Can we toss that in there? Or is it just sticking to it? We didn't really have that. I mean, we had, we really wanted actors to be able to improv nice. so that we could add more yeah. comedy like Eric Roberts is in it. And there's his episodes coming out tonight. And he does this whole thing about, he's a pilot. And he does this whole thing about a drunk man in first class and how the guy's like rowdy and he's trying to, they have to put a seatbelt over his head and it's hysterical. <laughs> so like there's stuff like that. But as far as, as far as the date, it had to be pretty for me to write it for us to be pretty much most of them are, we're sitting in front of a webcam or whatever. There's only mm -hmm. a couple that move around. So to keep it interesting, the dates had to be really lively because you don't want to just sit there and watch talking heads like, you know, yeah, yeah. and but they had to be pretty orchestrated as to what happens for this train to drive. Like, otherwise, we're like, it's not like, well, let me just add in here that I went out with this guy that uh, slammed the door in my face. Let me go do that. You know, we mm -hmm. couldn't like do that. But there was a lot of improv. I mean, that nice. was the what was the biggest challenge you faced do you think during this whole thing like trying to get it together was it just the distance and not having everybody at the same time well it's kind of interesting because it's like how do you film this remotely right yeah. so we took weeks literally trying to figure out what are we going to do how are we going to do this because this was all about sanitizing the equipment and like <laughs> following regulations and dealing with the unions so you know we had everyone got a kit of this was all filmed on iPhones. We had iPads. Um, we dropped off lights. We dropped off microphones. We dropped off the whole kit to them to wow. their door, and they had to bring it in, hop on Zoom, and our crew had to walk them through how to set up their set. Wow. And so it's not like a regular production where you just show up to set, get your makeup done, put on your wardrobe, and <laughs> boom, it's 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 That's... a thing. We literally had to say, all right, mic check quiet on set this is all through zoom mm -hmm. you know i'm in hung Bud budapest hungry working <laughs> overnight while people are all over la we had some people that's a great place to be by the way but go ahead <laughs> yeah it was, it was pretty epic for the pandemic but then it got lonely and bored in our families in america so <laughs> we're back but um you know those were some of the challenges was like teaching them we had to find amazing actors who were willing to like also put in the work because right crew you know hats off to our crew they put in long hours with us but it, it, they had to literally do what they their skill by teaching them through zoom and that's like it's tough it's, yeah. it's kind of hard to teach people how to do your job right sure yeah and so that was kind of like the hardest part of it 
But once we got rolling, we were like, and go and action and cut. And, and then, you know, then it was like all over and we were like, we just, we just figured out how to do the coolest thing ever. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, and now it's now our nine episodes are done. And so it was, it was a, one of the coolest productions I've ever done for, for sure. Do you think figuring it out at this point and getting so good at it would you you would want to do more things like this as opposed to go? I mean, I'm sure it's exciting to go back out into public and, you know, and kind of being able to see people in person. But you've developed this other skill. Do you feel like now it's, it's a skill that we'll probably never use again? Oh, you know? no. I, 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 so? love the, I love the idea of opening those doors. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, you know, because now, like, what if there is somebody in Budapest, Hungary that you want to involve in a shoot? Can't get them out there. You now know how to how to hook that up, right? I know how to do it. But then it's also like we all just want to touch and feel and be around each other and collaborate. So it's okay, well, that'll whole... get you sued. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just giving you a heads up you may, yeah, you may have forgotten the, the something projects have to be like so specific like it was very hard to come up with the concept that's gripping enough that we don't have an unlimited budget that we can light every single room of the house and you right. know the actor i mean it's a lot of work as an actor to have to do all of the stuff then hop in and be your character and hop back out and do that and you're in and out in and out i don't know how a method actor would even right. be able to do that but I don't, I think it would be a very cool thing, but it was, it's, was a very a, much of a challenge of coming up with an idea that we could do that with. And so I'm sure there's some stuff you could come up with, but for the most part, I mean, I've heard people, most of the episodes are between five to eight minutes mm -hmm. and I've heard people like, it's not long enough. And I'm like, if we were sitting there for a lot longer, you'd be like, oh my gosh, you right. know, like watching a Zoom yeah. call. It's like, ugh, I'm on a webinar, gross, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, do you do you have a um I mean like how was it hard how hard was it to get like the funding for this kind of stuff because you said you get you got kits for everybody mm -hmm. but everybody was obviously struggling through the pandemic was it hard to convince people to back you when people didn't know what the world was going like what was going on in the world what was going on and you guys like hey we're gonna make a thing and they were like um <laughs> I haven't seen my kids uh, <laughs> like, yeah. how did you how did you kind of swing that you know I mean it's got to be hard. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, it, it's, I think it's hard, but it was all part of the, the, the person that pitched this idea was willing to fund it. So no, it wasn't, cool. it was like a, Hey, do you want to write this kind of thing? And we'll do this kind of thing. So, and we're so frugal in our ways of how we can do a production. We're like, eh, it'll work this way with just one phone. And then we was like, you know, technical difficulties happen. And then it's like, yeah. We need two phones. They right. need audio. They have to have, like, as you start going, that budget just kind of goes and goes and goes. Yeah, because originally I wrote it, so we were just using webcams, and we were actually just going to film Zoom. And then we realized Zoom's quality is not near, you know, there's a delay and there's all this stuff. So we had to, like, keep reinventing, like, keep learning new tech to how can we do this so it still looks like a really good production, but it doesn't look like we just it recorded a Zoom call. Yeah, yeah it I am it, not it really into looks... ghetto productions, and that's like my biggest thing. Like, we got to make this look good. It's got to sound good. Our actors have to be good. Right. Like, we've got to take this to the next level. I'm all about leveling up. So, you know, yeah. it definitely like we got there. We, you know, I wish you could have seen the production of this show when it first started. We had a we had a fake. Oh, it was a, great. Oh, uh, it was really bad. It was great. It, it was, that's where it, you start, right? And then you realize, well, oh, maybe I should get a mic. Maybe yes, a yeah. grand piano. <laughs> you <Yeah. know? laughs> You're like, actually, all our budget went to that piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it, it was it was like, yeah, it was a disaster. We had like a weird background and shit. And 
Um, and then we slowly got rid of crap as it went along. We was, I we had like a, a guy like with a who it was like a, we had a cartoon Cthulhu up on the screen, and then we couldn't animate his, it. his original co-host was a Cthulhu, right? Which is like this weird alien type of creature. But okay. we I, all yeah, right. Like so now originally, that. yeah. So it, it was super weird. But I was like, you know, it'll be funny because we don't have any budget. Let's just cut out his mouth and green screen it to be this cartoon thing with a guy's mouth moving. I thought it I thought it could have legs, but I feel like our original co-host was very I was I was strictly production, like in the background, running all the background stuff. And uh he was just very curmudgeonly, but like <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, he, he wasn't into it. And then no, and he, like, wasn't into he, it. he would also just randomly leave. So then it would just be the the <laughs> cutout there, and I would be like, right? And then he wouldn't be there anymore. And I would be like, Oh my god. Oh, he was the guy that stood up and did his pants in the middle of it, wasn't he? <laughs> No, yeah. that was not. That, that, that wasn't him. But that guy was it, very famous. I would have, I would have liked it if he had done that. Uh, <laughs> I would have been like, at least it's something. Holy shit! Um, are you guys? So now that you did the the episodes and stuff, and the, there's another one airing tonight uh, with Eric Roberts, right? That's a great one. Where do you see that tonight? Thank you. We have two of them tonight. Um, did you say where do you see it? Yeah, where can our, where yeah. can our listeners go to um, see it? Pandemicpillowtalk.com. And then we launched the two episodes, and then next week there'll be another two until we're done with the episodes at the end of may so every wednesday at seven and then they're just up so yeah they're all they're all on youtube so you can like set a reminder because are you going to remember next week to watch us right are you are you so set a reminder so you can get uh, you know notifications they're really short episodes we really just want people just to tune in view watch subscribe all that good stuff Um, because we we need we need the comments we need the feedback because we did work really hard on this so. yeah are you guys um are you the type to move on to the next thing right away like or are you now like that these are kind of done are you kind of looking to shop it around a little bit more expand it make it bigger like what's your creative process like well i mean we really do need views and we need you know that kind of if you can get attention to a series then it's easier to i i do have this grand idea that i want to do another spinoff of this series so that now Mackenzie goes back out in the real world and but then we have a budget with a streamer or a studio and do i've already got the pilot written and then i've got a, some other what the what the scope would be of how we would do the trajectory of it but a limited series like 30 minute series kind of like fleabag where there's a couple seasons of it if you will. And it's yeah. kind of like a cross between Fleabag and Sex in the City-ish. Mm-hmm. So um, it'd be really fun to do that. But we'd, I want, we'd like a really, a real budget so that we're being able to like get, you know, really good sets and things like that. And nice. You know, if you know yeah. someone at a streaming platform that's looking for something like this, <laughs> for <your> girls. <laughs> All right. We will keep it in mind. And you heard uh, everybody out there can also fucking chime in. If you know anybody at a streaming platform, let them know. Thank um, you. I got to ask you guys the big three individually. We ask every guest these questions at the end. So you, you can take turns. You could you could divvy it up. Whoever wants to ask what first. There we go. Thank you. Um, uh, <laughs> so who wants to go first? Star. What are the questions? Start. OK, here's the questions. Yep. First question is um, if you go back in time and talk to your younger self, what piece of advice would you give yourself that would help you today? Oh gosh, I hate things like this. This is like trivia. Oh, yeah. um, it's, gonna be, it's gonna get worse. <laughs> Summer, go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I would tell myself to 
not only count on acting as a living to also get into producing and writing at a younger age and mm -hmm. use my college connections that I had more internships and things that I could have done to be able to get in the industry that route instead of just counting on me being a famous actress that's going to get discovered and I'll have my whole career over that. Nice. I know that's okay. not funny, but no, no, it, it, doesn't <laughs> have to be funny. it doesn't have to be funny at all. Uh, and now it's your turn. You're up. Well, now I yeah. have to say something. Yeah. I thought I was just like, it's someone said something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, everybody no. star. Everybody. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. So I would tell my younger self to hmm. pretend this is a dating profile for dating profiles. I would have told myself, no, I liked what I did. I liked playing the field. I liked having fun. I liked the hookup rounds. And then when I was ready to move into that next chapter, I, I loved, I, I hate, I hated the part where I was ready to move on and I didn't realize I needed to be my true authentic self okay. until later. So that's what nice. I would have told myself when you're ready to move on to be your true authentic self, do that. Sweet. Uh, okay. Second question is what had to end in your life, good or bad that led you to where you are today? Oh, you guys aren't. I thought we were all answering. It's just the. Uh, no. Okay. No, we, nobody gives we a shit about us. I was like, what are you guys going to say to that? Like, no. <laughs> no. We asked these. No, we, nobody gives a shit about us. It's all about you guys. What What had to end in your life, good or bad, that led you to where you are today? Mm. Sorry, you go. What would have to end in my life? No, no, no. What had to end in your oh. life? Yeah. Good or bad, that led you to where you are today. But that is a different variation. You're like, what have to? I would have to murder my the life of a loved one would have to end in order for me to have a grand piano for real. End in my that's a hard what? What, 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 what no, what had to end? What had, what to, had end? to end? For you oh, to get for to us where to you be are where now. we are now. Yes. Yeah. Like Star had to have that oh, breakup to got meet it. you okay. to yeah. do this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, got it. I ha I had to end being an apartment manager. <laughs> that was pretty there easy. Go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I had to end. I had to end that breakup with my ex boyfriend to meet Summer. Aww. There you go. There you go. Stole what you said. Great. So not good at this. And then no, it's fine. We're gonna dub somebody over you guys. What, okay, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What? Uh, and so the last question is uh, tied into the show. If this was a genuine dystopia with aliens, zombies, a comet heading toward Earth, climate change, everything's on fire. It's the last day on Earth for everybody. What would be your epic death? How would you want to go out? Your epic death? Did yeah. you say? Oh my god! I said death. It's everybody's last day on Earth. How do you okay, want to go I out? Would be, I would totally be like eating my favorite meal. Like getting it all in, and then like it has to be quick. I don't need to know that it's coming, but it could be like asteroid. All right, what would that meal be? Let's see. It would be like a little bit of sushi, a little bit of chocolate chip cookies, a little bit. <laughs> That's a good combo. Not even fucking kidding. Sushi and chocolate chip cookies, like back to back. Mm. It sounds like high food, is what it sounds right. like, dude. <laughs> those, those are the soft kind, aren't they? The chewy? Are they the chewy chips? Chewy. Oh my god! That's the that's my fucking jam. That's the it, best. it could have only been better if she would have held up like a shrimp tempura roll with the other hand. I am. I know, right? She raises it up. <laughs> I'd be like, oh shit, a comet's coming. 
I'm going to send this to Chewy Chips Ahoy and see if we can get them as a sponsor. There you go. <laughs> a nice you're bite. eight months pregnant and you're like having Chips Ahoy at your desk. It's ridiculous. Dude, if I'm eight months pregnant, I'm not just advertising for Chewy Chips Ahoy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going big. Um, what about you? What do you What do you got? Oh, you mine's to... not Mine's not going to be funny because I'm being honest. If you want me to say no, something funny, then... No, um, I'm honest. In all honesty, I would be meditating and trying to help as many people as I can on my last day. Oh, that's very sweet. I'm very Buddhist. <laughs> but how are you going to go out? That's it. I'm going to die meditating. Oh, you're going to die. So you're going to help a bunch of people and then meditate about how you helped a bunch of people. And All day. Kablamo. Because I'm going to try, because I believe I'm going somewhere else. So I got to yeah, yeah. be in a good place for me to die. But oh, if, if it's a one, one hit wonder, then I'd probably run around and how are people you. dying though? Is it is it like is it an asteroid or is it zombie apocalypse? Like what do you what do you think? Is it aliens? Oh, is oh my god! So Star and I have this whole thing about the apocalypse. And when she used to live with me, I was like, I'm I'm get I'm going with you and your husband because there was a surplus store on the corner and they had it all mapped out what was going to happen when the apocalypse happened. Oh so yeah. Now that she's left, I don't have that. We don't have a plan, but we had a plan. It was good. But what Great. type of apocalypse? Yeah, I'm sorry. Like I just zombie apocalypse for zombie. sure. Yeah. Mm. You're raiding the surplus store in the corner for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. the tenants that aren't gonna make it, the old people that live upstairs, um, the people that are annoying, you kill them first. Okay, they have to go. You raid <laughs> wow. their kitchen, right? Some are you can be you can be in our in our kit, but we're gonna also need um, a truck and motorcycles. We, we, we had it all mapped out. It's yeah, that's nice. But my roommate and I used to have a pact where if any one of us came back to the apartment that day and was like, dude, I'm from the future. We got to get the fuck out of here. We don't <laughs> ask questions. We just pack a bag. We trust them. Like we couldn't joke about it. We weren't allowed to like prank each other, but it had to be because every movie we watched, it was like, dude, um, you know, something's going on. I'd be like, sure, guy, whatever you say. And then they fucking get bit by something. You know, we would just believe whatever it is. And like, yeah. yeah. Go with the plan. I like yeah, it. Go with the plan. That's great. I don't um, know why you're thinking zombies. At this point, it's Russia, dude. Come on. Like, that's pretty clear. Yeah. <laughs> We're we going are. there. We're not going Might be there. Russian zombies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. How do you say brains in Russian? <laughs> That'd be great, right? I love that you're still eating a cookie. Have I, I, at this point, it's just like, it's here. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I have is a bag of nuts. All right. Um, <laughs> and a crossbow, I must have. Yeah. Well, I want to yes, thank you guys. Me too. Love Walking Dead. Oh, so good. I know. Yes. It's going to be great. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for coming on and, and hanging with us and stuff. And and um, I can't wait to see uh, the next couple episodes that are coming out. Thank it's going to be great. Thank yeah, you. Sure. Thanks for tuning in and sharing and talking good about it. Absolutely. Yeah. And we'll get you the episodes and stuff when it comes up next week. Um, in the meantime, again, just tell people where they can find you. Pandemicpillowtalk.com. Make sure you put that reminder button, subscribe, because we want to notify you just for the next three to four weeks um, that our episodes <laughs> are coming out. And we want to hear from you. So don't forget to leave a comment. Sweet. Great talking to you guys. Great meeting Thank you. you guys. Right. Bye, guys. Take care. Dystopia tonight.